free comedy section. My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy yes. cash, I can't help but listen to Fantastic's <laughs> Comedy Clubhouse no, every Friday okay. from 8 to 10. Let's they have a fun time. Recording. <laughs> we are recording the show. Hello, welcome yes. to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl is out there on the East Coast. We are uh, broadcasting this show on Sunday, uh, September 23rd. No, 22nd. But day 20, but... Yeah. They well, pretend it's Sunday. It pretend it's Sunday. We're actually uh, recording this on late, late East Coast time uh, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a school night. So, uh, Carl, let's what's the movie? What are we watching on? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We are watching the Jane Mansfield story. Uh, and I would put parentheses 1980 when you search on YouTube. Jane is with a Y. Uh, if you were with us last week, we also covered Jane. The Jane Mansfield story. 1980. Let me go ahead and, and type that in. And you, you mentioned last week's show. That was an R-rated uh, softcore travelogue film, something that like you would yeah. see on E! Entertainment Television with Tara Reid, and, uh, <laughs> which was done after her death. So it was a very morbid uh, R-rated yeah, movie. Yeah, the ending especially, yeah. Yeah, they showed the death of the, the dog that she's been carrying around in the, in the home footage. Oh, anyway, but this is the television version. This was aired on uh, TV. Yeah, but much... The first one we watched, I do believe it was exploitive. I think everyone saw the big news about Jane Mansfield. Next thing you know, come on down to the wild. Well, you know, they, they drew an audience from her death, I believe. So Exploiting. I've, so uh, which channel is hosting this film? Okay, so I recommend... It's not Danielle, it's... D-A-N-I-J-E-L second word O-S-T-O-J-I-C no. it's long it's like three hours and but it's not really and that's the version it's not really okay alright let's do it so go ahead now, the reason this is such a good one to choose is because we'll see not, you know 1980 commercials <laughs> Really right. interesting. We're, we're keeping Carl up all night on this one, so let's. Uh, we'll be watching TV, which is impossible to riff. Uh, but uh, so go ahead and click the uh, link and hit pause. You'll hit. You'll click it. It'll be buffering. Hit pause. Pause. Oh, um, why is um, a TV remote control like a kitty cat? Why, Carl? Because they both have paws. Very wry. Okay, so let's, uh, that joke is the cat's pajamas. Um, By the way, I lost a lot of money buying those. It was just a waste of money. So uh, we see... pajamas, right. They yeah. won't wear them. They won't wear them. They, they go out. them. They don't enjoy it. I get scratched a lot trying to put them on. It's like not worth it my time. Yeah. All right, so we are going to go ahead and click the start button. I do see a picture of macaroni and cheese dinner box, a seven yeah. and a quarter ounce box. That's about what, half a meal? No, that is that is before it's uh, pastified and comes all puffy. All right, so are we going to watch the commercials, Carl, or are we going to skip them? Yeah, no, it's really, really interesting. Okay. We're going to watch. Them. And I'll play. I'll play them. It's fair use. Well, so, because there's fair right. Yes. Fair 
Yeah, well, you know what? I think Avondale wants to promote their mac and cheese, and I'm happy to let them do it. All right, so go ahead, and uh, get, uh, we are going to have the fabricated voice of Paul well, Brumba. Hmm, thank Paul, you. I appreciate that. Oh, fabricated voice of Paul Brumba. Great to have you in the studio. So how are you? I'm, I'm on the edge. I am just on the edge right now. Your podcast, I'm Edge of Insanity. Of Insanity. All I can do is this countdown before I burst. Well, uh, speaking of which, what a great segue. Let's uh, have you do the countdown. Okay. Get your mouse's fingers hovering over that triangle play button. And in three. By the way, it's the Jane Mansfield story. <laughs> killing me, man. <laughs> three, two, one, go. Cents every day. All right. Pennsylvania does. Ooh, canned mushrooms. Bruce Jenner, look. Yes, I see Bruce Jenner. Embassy coffee. How much? Like a dollar a box. Everyday low super cost cutters. It's really cheap prices. Super cost cutters can save you up to forty percent. The other brands of pens. That's a lot. Kroger carries. Super cost Kroger. At Kroger. Wow, Kroger's been around since the eighties. Yeah. Old baby was found dead in a tailor. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Jerk off. I didn't mean to laugh at that. I was thinking of something else. Anything for rating? No, it's been in long. It's been enough time. You can. I feel like this is well. I made a uh, dead baby joke right off the front, so I, I want to. So tell awful. So we are. Uh, this is like hanging out of Carl and Mike on the couch. We are going to watch the, the CBS Wednesday night movies. Wednesday night movies. Created an image and became the sex symbol. Do you remember that look? In, okay, there's Lonnie Anderson. Yeah, Lonnie Anderson. And there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this is 19. No idea. The thing. Yeah. 1980. So what was he doing back in 1980? Well, he hadn't even. Ten years later, he would do. Um, the Conan one so he was nowhere he was Mr. Universe a second ago oh I see so he was playing a Mr. Universe type character a uh, real life person right, right. Mickey was uh, a, mis- a mis- you know it just the same contest Mr. Universe Nature Valley Granola Bars right which still exists today but I think they took the caramel layer out of it <laughs> cutting corners well, I mean, the mom a, likes it because it's natural stuff. Yeah, and the kid likes it because there's fucking caramel shoved in it. Right, and there's it's sugar, it's whatever form. Yeah. Granola's answer to candy. My answer to candy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's I've, I've seen this. <laughs> okay, first one in the house gets the bath, gets the shower. Oh, you won it. You always win. Don't use all the soap. I'm not using any soap. I'm using Calgon or whatever the fuck. Correct. Really? Wait, really? I've never even heard of this stuff. Wow, that is good. Wow, Jane Manfield, move over. I didn't use all the soap. I didn't use any soap. I used caress. I used caress. Oh, it's actually soap, though. I don't want to blow your mind. Yeah, it is soap. They say it's not soap, but it's actually soap. This is ring around the collar, bite. I'll give you a break. Ring around the collar, 1980. Yeah. Then I discovered whisk. Whisk is whisk strong enough to get ring around the collar. Oh God, this I show. You'll be <laughs> with no more ring around the collar. It's okay to get ring around the collar in the fucking tennis court and a white shirt. What the fuck? Dude, I get ring around the collar walking a block over here. This one. I got out of the park. 
<laughs> and she's looking and at the wine? Just the greatest wine. Yeah, she's having memories of, remember that island and we drank the wine? Remember that party? And That's pretty strong wine. I see a pattern emerging. Taylor. Oh, it's my friend Taylor. He made some wine. <laughs> Have you had Taylor's wine? <laughs> yes. Uh, but I mean, that's just between you and I. Seriously, don't talk. Look how right. 80s the bottles are. Like, shark. Yeah, they're shaped like brandy bottles. Okay, is this a movie? All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is Mississippi, 1967. This is Biloxi. And she is replacing, remember, the, um, the singer who was her nemesis. Oh, which was, hang on. Gina Lola Bird, uh, no. No, with a B, I don't know. I just finished my okay, so she's on the phone with Mickey, who she's long divorced, and she's married and divorcing another. So she's like, I miss you, I love you, I want to do a tour with you, I've got it all planned out. Mickey, Meet it's the beginning the of the movie, and we need a flashback structure. That's why I'm on the phone with you. Right. Now the driver's like, come on, bitch, let's go. <laughs> Wait, the dri- The driver? Yeah. The fatal driver? The one who killed. The yeah. killer. Didn't they show a clip? There's, oh, hey, there's Arnold. Look at my chest. See, I'm a Mr. Universe. We have been through this before. Carl, that's before. a pretty good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Yeah, see, I'm confused because it says, I mean, in Conan, he couldn't even speak English, I thought. He, the famous one is he did a movie called Hercules in New York, and they dubbed him. It was him and okay. Arnold Stang, the voice of Top Cat, the guy from It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, one of the little gas station yeah. guys. Uh, so the thing is, Mickey also did a Hercules movie, so they, the internet wanted to make a big deal out of that. Oh, yeah. It was uh, in the professor. So Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> oh, here's, all right, so Lonnie here's Anderson car. was great in... in uh, WKRP and then she was on some other TV shows I saw her in well she was she turned into like TV movie guy but luckily for her she had already ba- uh, bagged um, uh, Bert so yeah that we were talking about you were on this episode so my brother was on and we were yeah. watching uh, Rent-A-Cop from 1989 with the, the, the dearly departed Burt Reynolds who passed away uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, from the and uh, dearly departed boy come on Mike uh, well, have a little bad little sin in you come on alright the dead uh, Burt Reynolds okay wait they're pre- I'm sorry, they're pressuring him. See, the guy's pressuring the driver, and that's why they crash. I that's an ta- important plot point. Oh, wow, I was talking over the uh, fatal car. So it, <laughs> uh, so they were not decapitated. We're also watching a typewriter. So this isn't a flashback. She's talking on the phone. You know, right, in 1967, right after this it. phone call. Yeah. Right. We got to go back to the island. Right before we go... Uh, I got hit by a truck. Well, she was not decapitated. I found out that was a myth. Yeah. Uh, children were sleeping in the back. They survived. Uh, two, the two boys, I think it is. Well, now what we're seeing is just like a a ramp up to where we're going to start. And she's just a waitress in a, um, I, excuse me, she works in a movie house. Sorry, Lonnie Anderson. Arnold Schwarzenegger. See how he's still the the um. Okay, sure that's not Raymond. Yeah, Boutin he ago. lived with the um. Kathleen Lloyd. Three's company lady for a while. The Janet. Oh wow! 
Yeah, he was like boyfriend. So I like him for that because he's very bland. He's horrible, actually. And they're showing profiles of her from scenes throughout this movie we're about to watch. Right. Yeah. Face in in the that book. scene, you'll see a 1980s car, even though it's 1950. Well, I mean, could they shot it like as fast as they could, I'm sure. I'm sure. They'll also mix in a couple newsreel things. Okay, so here's Mickey after she's died, reminiscing about the girl I love with some reporter. Hugging the monkey. See that? Yeah. That's a very famous picture because that was like a movie premiere came to her theater and she got to do that. See, she has dark hair. Right, right. She does it. She is in the movie, yes. Oh, so she works behind the counter currently in Los Angeles, and she's going to be discovered? Kind of. She, You're exactly... It isn't Los Angeles. I'm not sure where well, it is. It's not... But, okay, a movie premiere occurred there, and the monkey came in for a promotion. They took a picture, and she got the number of an agent. <laughs> and so that oh, did she get the number of the up. monkey? <laughs> Monkey's like, no, I'll, I'll call uh, you. No, the monkey was very aloof, and I don't even remember his name, but at that time, everybody knew that monkey. Very oh. Aloof. Wasn't uh, he, the monkey starred in the James Man, the monkey movie, I guess. I don't know. Let's yeah, see. remember that movie, Monkey Movie? Do you, do you uh, enjoy yeah, watching... Any which way but loose. Do you enjoy watching performing orangutans, whether it's um, any which way but loose or... Uh, <laughs> When I was young, I really enjoyed when they would take chimps and put them in human clothes and make them say, Scoop the crap! Okay. Like, like you would cut to the press room. I want you on this story. I'm going bananas over it. I'm going bananas, right? They always, he turns around on the uh, wheelie chair on the boardroom table. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Get on this... Uh, I don't know. I can't think of a pun right now, but they were full of them. Well, there was that famous television show too, where this guy dressed up uh, ringing things and uh, had all the show of it. I forget the name of it. The greatest time I ever saw people dress up as monkeys and pretend <laughs> yeah. was uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. Oh, that was great! Yeah, they were playing it yeah. for laughs, but it was such, so well directed you didn't notice. So. You watch that movie the first time ever, and you're with monkeys in the desert. And then you come back to that film later, at least this was my experience, and you realize these are humans in monkey suits. Then you see it in a totally different way. It is a comedy. Right. Oh, oh. fuck off. I'm so scared to hit you right now. Like he runs up to the monolith and he touches and goes back. He's acting, he's acting. Now, Carl, could I possibly play you something from the Love Guru right now? Yes. All right, here we go. Mariska Hargitay, Guru Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> That's the last name, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey's last Mariska name. Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> and it's the daughter, I so right? I enjoyed your sutra, especially the part yeah. about not being a victim. Oh, thank you. Because you are such a generous benefactor, we are establishing the Mariska Hargitay Special Victims Unit. <laughs> That's fun. The whole nine yards. Thank you, Your Holiness. <laughs> you have gone from nowhere to now here. I'm beautiful and I have a secret. We did it. We, we watched The Love Guru on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Boom. YouTube. I'm gonna say Boom. that. We, I'm gonna say we were watching. We watched that movie on this episode. 
when I write about it on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com one of the many ways you could uh, check us out we are on iTunes as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T we're also on Twitter with that we're also on YouTube with that and we're on Facebook with what? L that's W-A yes full late F-L-M-O-Y-T O-Y-T don't you have it memorized yet? I do I just had a text uh, I am about this where a guy said oh you're doing your show L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y I said no it's L-W-A-F-L-U-2-Y-T and he goes U space tube I go yeah no he must be French because the French always leave the last letter off when they talk it's so lazy it's so lazy well right now we're watching her get kicked out of her job or well, no. So she found the agent. It's like, hi, I want you to represent me. She's like, oh, you're a nice little kid. Get out, get lost. But she's like, persistence. We can make each other famous. So he says, all right, I'll give you a little part just to get rid of her. It was just like an audition, like a cattle call. Lancelot Link was the name of the chimpanzee television show on Saturday mornings. Lancelot Link. Did you see it say casting? Because it said it in such 1970s writing. And we're supposed to be in the 50s. Right. Plus all the girls are on roller skates and have little uh, star wheelie-dillies on their head. Right. Wheelie-dillies. What are they called? The dillios? You put them on your head? I don't know. You know, they're like I a mean, star. on the weekend. <laughs> it's like a... You put it in your head. It's like a plastic band you put over your head, and then it has like little metal coils, and then on top it has little stars, or and it droops when you wear it. I'll have to Google that because what you just described I can visualize, but why would it exist? What is it? It's like New Year's Eve, or you're at a party, or you just want uh-huh. to be freaking minds. You, uh, it's like a head brace. What is it? Like a. <laughs> All right, I want you to know, she, she went in to read the line. She goes, I don't want to read your line. I have my own thing prepared. And she started giving this speech. And he's like, next. And this is the next going up here. Right, she'll probably get the part because Jane ain't getting shit. This is a, it is in time in Hollywood. The casting couch was a place to crash before you go. Uh, well, there were some girls who did and some girls who didn't. So right now the agent is like apologizing to the casting director. You blow it, kid. <laughs> and she goes, well, I didn't want to do it because that's not my image. She goes, she's like, you don't have an image. And she's like, well, I'll get one. And she starts putting on a cutesy, cutesy, sexy voice. And he's like getting hard on. Oh, so she, this is the origin of her voice. Yeah. Turn it up. Uh, pretty- this is the 50s. Houses are bigger. Cars are bigger. It's the 50s, girl. Yeah. Carl, it's the 10s. See, see how she's doing her shit? Where'd that come from? Do you like that? I love it. Why didn't you do it at the reading? Boing. Because that is not my image. What image? You don't have an image. Watch her keep, still keep going. Well, then I'll get one. CBS will not do it. <laughs> Wait, I got a phone right. call from Les Budez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he needs to What are you doing tonight? I want to squeeze is that what you like? Speaking when I need to crash on your couch again. No questions asked. You know what I'm looking for for that. Okay. And then I'll say, Les, do you think your first name is funny? Yes. Uh, I, oh, 
that's your brother on the line, more Moonves. Hold on. <laughs> more oh, Moonves. I heard that one before. <laughs> you know what? I'm writing that down for the next open mic. Oh, don't. I was making fun of the fact that I heard that joke a million times this week. You have? Yes, a million. All right, damn it. I didn't think that up. No, but you know what the good side is? Your version was the millionth version time I heard it. So congratulations. <laughs> like confetti falls. <laughs> you heard my joke a million times. I said the million times yeah. joke to you. Call up Robin Williams and told him, he stole my joke. Okay, I'll pay you. Robin Williams passed away years ago. Here's a check. <laughs> um, wait, wait. When did he pass away? It feels recent. Super recent. Yeah, maybe like four years ago. Uh, is it really four years? They actually uh, dedicated... They named a meadow, Shannon Meadow, in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. Right. right at the start of the park, right by the country's oldest children's playground, uh, is where they set up Comedy Day in the park. It happened last Sunday, and I did not go this year because I hung out with you, Carl. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I got to Look see God, the wild, here wild is world. Her new image. She's got a pink cattle. Oh, she's picking a car, and she's dressed like a Barbie doll. That's fast. Her hair is blonde. Well, the thing is, she got herself a little gig getting photos taken at the pink Cadillac because it goes perfect for her. And so she came with this thing and she's got her boobs on display and she's got the blonde hair going platinum, you know. You know, if you pour, Uh, when she washes her hair, it turns into ramen noodles. (laughs) You're right. But the thing is, it's got to be really hot water for the effect. Yeah. And then do you put flavoring in there? (laughs) Not on her hair, no. That's no. Miss Mansfield. So now she goes on to win contests, like beauty stuff. She's just trying to prove to this agent. So she's cast in something finally here. Oh, great. So it's she tells the director, uh, her agent, she goes, I can't swim. I don't have to swim, do I? Oh, so, oh she's going to get pushed in the pool? She said that with a swimming pool behind her. That's called foreshadowing. <laughs> She doesn't well, drown she's at setting the, the direct. She's setting the agent up to not to when she falls in to be like, oh shit, she can't swim, she can't swim. I don't have to get in the pool, do I? Because I would just drown, Mister Smith. If this movie was directed by Quentin Tarantino, at the end of the movie, she drowns. People go, well, that's not how she died. <laughs> she drowned I don't think theater. Lonnie has big enough boobs for this. She really doesn't. Lonnie Anderson in a two-piece bikini, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, she fell in. She can't swim. Now the agent who's a dupe is like she he, she can't swim. She's drowning. Someone help her. Did the bras off? Oh, the bras off. On purpose. This is a third Wednesday night movie. She's doing Madonna. Madonna never did something. Well, she's calling attention to herself. Yeah. Well, and Madonna, I think, took her cue from Jane Mansfield, and if she was here, she'd go fuck you. But. I think she did, and she like showed her vagina. You know, the vajj it was called at the time. When did Madonna? Was she in her book? I have the book. My my father, I got a copy of it. I I took it from my dad. Oh, it paused on me. No, no, it's okay. Oh, it's going septia. Oh, it's a picture from the newspaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really great. LWAF, hello, YT. We'll be right back after these messages. Mike, this was a promotion for cheese. Like, remember they promoted coffee, wine. Oh, yeah. They promoted, yeah. To eat a chunk of chunk of cheese. You were Saturday morning, they had a little cartoon commercial. Got to eat some cheese. Yeah, yeah like put on your pizza. Yeah, put two slices of cheese. That sandwich is better. 
Do you remember in Superman that was my boner. there was Miss Tessmacher? Uh-huh. She tried really hard to do this role, but but Lonnie Anderson won. Oh, no way. Yeah, she really wanted this role. She was like, Jane Mansfield is my... And she does have that nice, that look of... She had a very 70s look, but... Right. I no. can see her doing this part better, I'm saying. I think Lonnie Anderson is a good choice, especially in a TV movie, because it's, she was she was rocking TV, and right. uh, people she was always salacious. People would always kind of like leer at her. So she's playing Jane Manfield. Oh, is this a taste test? No, it isn't. It looks uh, like that. This is the dumbest logic in the world by the dumbest person in the world. These, saying, aspirin, these yeah. things have six hundred and fifty milligrams. See, they're all the same. Yeah. And he goes, no, no. We're 800. She goes, fucking really? Get the fuck out. <laughs> she like, pulls I'm off. I'm going with Anison. She, she's rocking my uh, style back in 1980. The, the collar sticking out of the sweater. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. I'm going door to door for Aunt Survivor Vicks. Right. Yeah. He's a door to door. Oh, that's is that Tim Matheson? I. I, I, I get to it these looks people. like a person who got famous. I know. Uh, boom! <laughs> You can't deny it's a oh, great pancake. Yes, yeah, yeah. His idea didn't work. Wait a what minute. What pancake is that? Aunt Jemima Buttermilk. He just shoves a piece of pancake in her mouth. Well, he is shoving a box of black women, too, and what a white suburban uh, Did you see it said uh, buttermilk complete? <laughs> yeah. Buttermilk complete racist. So now daughter is like, why are you fucking naked in Playboy? And Lonnie Anderson is like, girl empowerment girl and then she's like I'm soaking that up because you're my mom and you're my role model so yeah empowerment girl well she's dressed like she's gonna go out and do the organ monkey routine (laughs) no offense but I mean there's an organ grinder outside like come on what's that it's too busy it's the 50s there was nobody dressed like that maybe organ grinder look in the 50s the organ grinders were dressed like in the 30s is it funny to you Carl to watch humans dress in monkey clothing yeah, especially that. <laughs> that. Going bananas. I want a full report of that appeals to me. Well, this always appealed to you. Slip. <laughs> we used to do 20 years ago at stage. It was Harmon Leon and my uh, uh, friend uh, Kevin. Uh, we would do this uh, bit where we would... Uh, <clears throat> Harmon had like a bear. Uh, Kevin would rent a... Uh, uh, a bear suit from the the mm-hmm. costume shop in San Francisco, which is still open in Lower Haight, and uh, we'd be like, you know, this dumb bear, this big idiot, it's just a guy in a bear suit, and he can't pull it off. And then we would chase each other around the stage, so the bear would chase <laughs> us off stage, and then we would chase the bear on the other side, and that type of thing. <laughs> you know, maybe it would have been funny if he like. You had him chained, and he came out, and he's like, roar, roar, and you know, sort of like laundry basket in a yeah. way. Yeah. Well, because so you would say bear and stuff like that. My friend, it was uh, Kevin Guthrie, and uh, but Harmon Leon had a uh, panda suit, like a like a white bear one, where he would lower, and uh, he would close his act by taking an actual fish, and pull it out of a pan of water, wow, and, in front of his great. mouth, and then he would that's shake it exactly. around, and. Uh, after the one show, the state, uh, manager said, uh, you're going to clean that up, right? I go, that's not my fish. <laughs> I didn't do that. Ooh, Ooh he's now showing his backside. Right. 
Now, this is a move, uh, play called Will Fame Spoil Rock Hudson? Yeah, well, so, which is a classic pop culture classic. And I, she yeah. is on the Broadway production. Will Success Spoil Rock Hunter? There was the ad. Extra, extra. She's a famous play person. Ooh, she's got a little princess phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a masseuse. I got that for Waterman, little princess phone. for. The oh, when he talks? That's great. Well, no, for the girlfriend, like, at her house. Like, she, there's a split screen, and she's like, her name's Baby. <laughs> you know, Carl, there's a play going on. We should be really quiet. People <laughs> in the other seats. That's you don't have to tell me how to watch a show. No, I'm just doing... Hey, don't shush me. Boo, show us your tits. Sir, you have to leave this Jade Manfield production of Who Will Fame Spoil Rock Hudson. You sound like um, what's the guy who was in the Indiana Jones now that it's older. Uh, he's LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Right? Shia LaBeouf. Like him. Yeah. yeah, he's in. He's at Jane Mansfield's play. <laughs> you. I'm sorry. And then he has like, I'm sorry, Jane Mansfield. Is that your poker face or are you bluffing right now? <laughs> who queefed? <laughs> okay, so now it's been like six months and she's like it's egging the star rocking. stuff. She's not a movie star. She's a she's Hollywood like a play star. star. And this is 1953. And, no, I think it's later than that because she gets her right. Hollywood thing pretty soon. So that was all 60s stuff. So probably it's like 57. I'm not sure. I don't want to talk uh, shit. Right. So here the agent is saying, you're always late. You're always late. And what we're doing is trying to set up famous beginning to go to her head, even though it's just a bullshit play. She's not a famous, famous, famous. Listen, Jane, I, I gotta get you a driver. <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Uh, don't. You, it's okay. The promo promotes that. Oh, she's ready to do her play. I, I you know, I think it was a movie uh, with Tony Randall. Hear me out. And it was directed by a guy who just makes these crazy films. And that's all I that's remember. That's an odd couple. A very odd couple. Uh, or I could be wrong. It might be with Rock Hudson. No. Now, do you remember there was um, the, um, are you having a story or something? I just want to say a plot point. Yeah. This is a girl she worked with at the movie theater, and now she's going to like manipulate the girl into like, you can work for me. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's a plot point. No, it's okay. I'm enjoying a beverage. Oh, Michael, I don't think you drink much. It's called uh, Endo Rush 350 milligram caffeine citrus. It's pretty vital. That's the street name. I've heard of it. It's like if I got to, I'm supposed to like lift weights and then drink this. Or drink this and then lift weights. Is it like a carb builder can treat that and don't lift weights? What am I going to do? I should lift weights during this. You have a flabby, um, yes. You know, my wife bought these like little five pound weights and she can <laughs> Yeah, I just pump it yeah. iron. Water. Well, it'd be appropriate. We have the pumping and iron himself. Pumping iron in the movie was before this, right? I mean, that's probably why he got this part. Probably, yeah, yeah. Well, he clearly wanted to have a life after Mr. Universe because so many didn't. And right. he just thought Hollywood was an avenue. So he See, played- like wrestling was an avenue. He considered a bunch of stuff and. Unfortunately, I'll just try it. You know, I lived in California when he was governor. Weird. Uh-huh. It's really weird. 
Yeah. It's weird to say, because you, you go, Jesse Ventura? Well, why would people? And then when your own yeah. state does it, you know, it's just like, yeah. The thing is, it softened you up for Trump. Right. No, you're absolutely I, right. I got smacked in the face. <laughs> I mean, do you think it was a coincidence that the series of, uh, a series of uh, The Apprentice after his presidency was hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. I do. Why? What was because I mean, cool about here you got a guy who the first host becomes president of the United States, and the second right. host was a governor, and they're both so, like tell, you know personalities. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a, just a coincidence, really, and I don't think that. I mean, he can't be a president, uh, so. Oh, here we go, Mickey Hardaday in his own production. Right, and he had to pull this off for Terminator and Terminator, the most recent one. Oh, cool. Every Terminator movie, he, like, went into, you know, because he could look very flabby, and he would not appear anywhere when he was like that. He hasn't put on a shirt this entire movie. Check out that classic (laughs) flex. Oh, she's checking it out, too. Right. Now, this is Mae West's review. So Mae West would have a bunch of shirtless guys pose. Well, she would do all sorts of variety show kind of stuff. For this, she'll come out and go, uh-huh, it's so... Wait, we're going to see Mae West is here? No, we won't see her, but that's what used to happen. Huh. She would make sex jokes. Remember, she always made sex jokes. She, she talked She talked really around. weird. She has this, like, cadence of uh, undertone. You've got to be kidding me, kid. What? The cat's pajamas, you say? Well, uh, <laughs> I've never seen a cat in the pajamas before, but... Uh, it's worth a try. Well, you know, it's like this, like, who talks that way? The fuck? Nobody. Yeah. She was, like, pretending to be, like, it was, remember in back in those days, not like we were alive, but in movies, there was the bossy girl. What do you say, see? What do you say, see? Well, I mean, if you're playing to an audience at a, at a vaudeville show, you have to throw your voice in a certain way. I mean, they didn't really have microphones back uh, in the day, so they had the megaphone, and you sang from the side of your mouth, so yeah. you could get it and to it the megaphone. Like Right. And there'd be emphasis. You're right. Also, like, when they would sing, like, instead of ooh, they'd say oh. Like, all these tricks so that it would project and be sound right to the ear of an audience person. Well, I I love old movies because I always felt like they were just recording a play. You know, because they still talk that way. They still have well, that. Well, there's that, what is it called? That Atlantic pentameter. Oh, there was yeah. This standard English thing. Right, so it's deceptive. Some of those people could sound like Jersey Boys when the camera's off, you know? <laughs> Seriously, everybody expect it was, it was like a play when you went to the movies. You only saw it one time, it went away forever. It was, you know, people would dress up. Not all the time, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, sometimes they go naked, I understand. So they would do doing a play, and they would put on that voice. Yeah. Well, how can the octopus save us? All right, that's a cut. I'm <laughs> uh, going back to Newark and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, uh, Hartgrove, Hartgrave, what the hell is his name? Mickey and uh, James. And they have a relationship now. It's like, of course, I love you. Here is I. Oh, Mickey, look uh, at my big compliment, my boobs. Yeah, I think it's so ironic that's a necklace for a woman who dies with nearly incapacitated. Not a, you see irony. Yeah, I see irony. 
Did I, you see that already? That was already right in front of you. Everything. Hammering over my head. I just want to see an Oscar Mayer Wiener commercial from 1980. William Shatner right. here with the Commodore Vic 20. Do you know? They call it maize. <laughs> they call it maize. We call it corn. We Rock. call it porn. Pornhub, 1980. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You uh, come and run here and jump up on me. I wear You're shirts, good. okay? You know, there was also like when the California had a special election for the governor where there was like 30 people running and a lot of them were kind of like yeah. stunt, like they were porn actresses or they were a uh, talent, excuse me. They were uh, uh, novelty. Gary Coleman ran and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Schwarzenegger was a potential force, and he, you know, he was involved in politics in California. But uh, it was remarkable. It was a freak show. You know, that happened with Jesse Ventura too. It was a special election. Yeah, and it was a wide field. Yeah, that's how you get on there. I mean, you have the money and the position, and you get backing. I mean, Schwarzenegger is now. What's happening? Oh, excuse me. Oh no, I'm just saying that California is is very environmentally sound and and forward thinking, and he he did have that for oh, electric car. Well, Jerry Brown just laying it down, and uh, Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger as a as a Republican governor was very positive when it came to the environment, like very kind of Governor Moonbeam. That's Jerry Brown, yeah. (laughs) No, Governor. Okay. Governor Moonbeam. He was always that guy, like, they'll be like, hey, there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, say, I'll be back. And he'll be like, hey, uh, I'll be back, I'll be back, I'll be back. I say it, my t- I say it too. Oh, hey. Hava Nakila. In real life, by mis- you know, just coincidentally, and everyone has laughed. He's probably been like, he has to go to the can, just like, okay, no, no, I'll be back. And everyone, ah, ha, ha. Okay, so now we're getting a little bit of complaint that uh, we're, you know, we just pulled the publicity stunt, and she's like, I need it for my career. Come on. And he's like, okay, I love you. Cut to commercial. That might huh. be real. That's not. It's so not is it a commercial? Not. Oh, no, it's still going on. No, no, it's, uh, I don't know why, but we're so. seeing just what we saw as a montage. It's just, yeah, it's what a montage. probably overhearing, uh, like, a, we were in love. It's the yeah, it's girl. probably talking to the. I'm Part cutting you off a lot, and I'm sorry about that. No, you're doing great, Carl. I'm cutting you off. We work now, great this together. Guy, this guy, yes, we do. We are always interrupting each too. other. Sentences. That's what the promo is all about. Oh, we got to redo it. Godfather too. Oh, really, Mo Green? No, uh, uh, you can go play your little me. game. It's one of the dance steps. Oh, is that the governor? Senator Corleone. Her out of her contract Mr. Corleone. I don't like your kind. Oh, I'll do business with you. I, I remember she was laughing. That's That well, was the fun. done it before. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's also Apocalypse Now. Could you go kill somebody for me? Let's have some roast beef. I hear it's pretty good. Uh, I could go for some roast beef right about now. Damn it, Carl, stop bringing up food. I'm trying to watch. Well, it's him. It's the actor. I did my research and it involved roast. I, I said, yeah, he was pretty good in uh, both movies. No, he's classic in uh, Godfather 2. It's the craziest him in another role. 
Well, the first time I ever saw him, it was a movie called Tank with uh, Rockford Files. Uh, yeah, James and uh, was it Shirley MacLaine in that? No, not uh, Shirley MacLaine. Uh, no, the woman from Parch's family was in Tank, right? Oh, um, Shirley Jones in real life. I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I remember the kids like, "Was your horror worth it, Dad?" I was like, "This movie is great." For <laughs> you know what? I really liked the, the video game Tank. It was not as you know, rep- it was loosely based on. Oh, the you movie. mean Battle Zone? They had Battle Zone with the 3D vector. Mm-hmm. Atari had a 2D game called Tank. And it was you and, and uh, someone else, and you just move a tank around a field trying to shoot each other. I'm sure that game tanked. <laughs> Put a tiger in your tank. 1950s car. By the way, I just want to be, let it be known that in the beginning, the like radio broadcaster, when we saw that teletype thing, yeah. he's like, she died at, six, at 36, but she was 34. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, she's dressed uh, in a little panther suit. Well, now she's done a movie, so people know her. So the press is there because they consider her a rival to Marilyn Monroe. So she does, like, this is her house. Remember I told you about the pink palace and Mickey? Yeah, and right. He bought a house. And right. a heart-shaped tub. And Oh, so she's outside the pink panther. Right. Now, they're in love. They're deeply in love, at least according to Lonnie Anderson movie. Like time. like Bert and Lonnie, like Bert and Lonnie, like Bert and Lonnie, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like Bert and Lonnie. The so the poster for Rent a Cop it said Bert and Liza, and I go ah, oh. oh, that's Lonnie finds out. And I've actually read a book. There's a celebrity tell-all book, uh, kind of inspired by Hollywood Babylon, and Good he dog. was he was not a Good dog. <laughs> it was actually Hollywood dogs that drink. Did I ever tell you about that Beethoven book? Was a, Beethoven was a was a drug. Oh he man. Was, your jaw. He, he would slap your phone out of your hand with his paw, big shaggy paws oh, and he'll oh, say, oh. I'm Beethoven, bitch. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> Fuck your girl. Oh. Beethoven. You know what he did? Do he was. He did uh, that take where he's, he rolled around uh, Charles Grodin's bed, like splashing water. He did that 16 times just to be malicious to Charles Grodin. And Grodin said, you know, in his memoirs, that he could smell the vodka coming off the dog like it was in his pores. <laughs> I read that. Remember he spot, he, he would spot. He would spot. You know, Marcus territory. <laughs> did you, did you ever tell you about... go up to you and... <laughs> There was a chapter about Charlie Brown. They had an, really? uh, yeah, Your Dog's a Drunk Charlie Brown never aired on CBS, but, <laughs> <laughs> and part of the reason was they wanted to send a message. Halfway during the animated sequence, uh, the, the kids do an inter- hold an intervention for Snoopy. It's really, but it never aired. <laughs> it was an earlier time, you know, yeah. it was progressive of them just to even make it. Well, you know what happens is Snoopy slept with uh, Woodstock. and uh, Listen, I got something serious to say, okay, okay. really? Uh, I know, no, Carl sets you up for jokes, but I'm just being serious, just for two seconds. Oh, yeah. So, okay, there's this guy at my work, and I can't say any more than that, and he's totally gay, and he was openly gay from the beginning. You know, it just wasn't a thing. Then yesterday, I concluded a three-day training for work, and this guy is like, my partner this and my partner that. No one even batted an eye. I'm just saying, like, I think maybe finally we're at a place where the next generation, it'll be Europe or some shit. Whatever it'll be all wa- okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever he wants to do. 
I am very liberal. I support LGB. <laughs> Yo, I see that. I hear a bias on that. What? Uh, all right, well, Fuck let's... them teeth. Okay, so right now... There's two men <laughs> in a room. Is, yeah, Mickey's trying to say, look, look, she needs to do the Rock Hut, will success spoil Rock movie. And he's like, look, I got this titty flick for her. And he's like, no, she's serious. That was how she became a star. And he goes, look, if you don't do a titty flick, you don't ever get another titty flick. That's and then so Arnold true. Goes, I will flick your titties. <laughs> they can't. They give her a contract for six years. She was to be the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh, freshen up, gum. gum. Oh, here you go. Come gum, come gum. The fresh. The fresh. How's up? up. Here it is. Here it is. More refreshing flavors. This is the four porno. Liquid setter too. Liquid setter too. It's, oh, and it has a liquid center, too. You yeah. motherfucker, why didn't you tell me that before I put it in my goddamn mouth? Oh. I'm not gay! <laughs> Did you ever, uh, you ever have one of those cups and not realize they had a uh, chewy center in the middle? You're like, what the fuck's wrong with this gum? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Poisonous. Oh, spider egg. <laughs> yeah, like Hubba look, Bubba. interracial. Look, look. We're black and white, see? Oh, these two kids are eating a sandwich. Sandwiches. Chicken of the sea. We just had a canned chicken commercial too, right? Yeah, that canning is is What do you think of the fact that chicken of the sea is owned by Prina Dog Food? What? Well, they had Prina logo at the end of the commercial for chicken of the sea tuna, but I always associate Prina with dog food. Right. I think it's just whatever company. Yeah, but I mean, it's like saying, you know, breath mints like from Philip Morris. <laughs> well, I tried. Living where by yeah, Corny. I'm, I'm not with you, but uh, you often. Okay, this is called something obnoxious, like so obvious, like fuck me. You won't perfume. play fair. It's a cologne yeah. ad, perfume ad. And you make me dare, you scoundrel. I'm one fuck you. It's witchcraft. Wicked witchcraft. God damn it, don't you know you're fucking Sinatra? You're my scoundrel. I'm a whore. I smelled your scoundrel, so I had to go straight to your apartment. CBS Wednesday Night Movies. Next week on the CBS Night Wednesday Night Movies. Columbo's in a pickle. Oh, rape and marriage, the ride out case. Right, and it's it's Terminator Girl, and it's uh, Mickey Rourke. Wow, Ms. McGann, this is due to mature themes, parental guidance suggested. Uh, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Wow. Rape. Linda Hamilton and Mickey Rourke. In, oh, and McChicken had to follow that. It's a great McChicken sandwich. See, it's based on true story, the rape story. McChicken is available. Now, brought to you by McChicken. Look, we put our hands on the lettuce. They're processed chicken. A middle class black person. Well, it's a 1980. This is why I love this one because you can check out. Look, that's what a airport looked like in 1980. 
She's in the airport. They're smoking. One guy's doing gun practice. We have such nice seats nowadays because there's going to be a delay. <gasps> delay the movie. <laughs> oh, no. She's a check girl. Oh. Misty Harbor. It's tailored to take it. Uh, yeah, so it was about a raincoat. Available at Hudson's. Death and destruction at 11. Oh, I was hoping the newscaster would do talk about the dead baby because I had another joke I was going to say. Oh, that's, <laughs> it is funny, those jokes, the baby jokes. No, my condolences. There's this one woman, she's a comedian here in Jersey, and she's so funny. And she starts out her thing like talking about how she's in an abusive relationship, and then it ends up being the kid. Like a, like an infant, you know. What's the punchline? She's funny. I, uh, I won't, don't want to take away her All jokes, right. but okay. the premise is like... Um, She's in an abusive relationship, and then at the end you find out it's her infant child. You know? Oh, yeah, it is abusing her. Demanding, and I, I don't want to say her stuff. Well, say her name so people know who she is. Okay, I don't remember. Oh, say it later. We'll put it in the show notes. There's yeah. No, there's no show notes. There's no <laughs> well, show I'll show notes. you notes. Okay, let's see the notes. Go. Oh, you actually write notes. So, by the way, the whole premise is, this, is that I've seen these movies and books. i never even seen them, and now they're on YouTube. And Carl actually does research using the internet. Yeah. And so he takes notes. Oh, no, I can't the, swim. Yeah. The premise here is, no matter what a bitch you are, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> was she the funniest person nice? on... She was the funniest person on KRP, right? No, 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 not at all. She was a sex object, and her joke was, I'll never sleep with you, salesperson. She had a very deadpan delivery. What was, yeah. Les Nesman. Les Morris. Moonis. Les Les Nesman was maybe the quirkiest, funniest guy. There was Herb Tarlick. Johnny was just cool. Yeah, Herb was like, I'm an asshole. Uh, So you don't like that. Right. He liked Les Nesman uh, because of his pathos and there his was the, Big Bang Theory. Uh, cool black jazz guy. Um, Venus Flytrap, Tim Reed. Would you play a hit, Venus? Hey, man, this hit me last night. Yeah, he would do the overnight. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Flytrap. Now, I'm of a certain generation that when I see Gordon jump, I think of the the Different Strokes episode with Dudley. I'm sorry, but I just... Uh, so. But he played the manager on that. Uh-huh, yeah. And a lot of people, actually, another generation, know him as the Maytag repairman guy in the commercials. That was a low time in his life. Now, here's what's happening. Yeah. They're meeting Senator Corleone, and he's like, oh, Mickey, whatever. Oh, hi, this is my greatest person, fiance, Mickey. Yeah, great to know. Yeah, whatever. Out of my face. And then he's like, you're harming my relationship with Mickey. And then he's like, look, lots of bitches would like your job. Okay? Such you a TV be a little movie. grateful. TV movies are just like that. It's like, listen, you either got to smoke marijuana and get into heroin to be a star, <laughs> or you got to go hang yeah, out with yeah. your, bro- your fellow beach boys. Oh, I don't know. I think I'll smoke pot and write smile. <laughs> That's my Brian Wilson. That one Beach Boys crazy. Who do you like the Beach Boys? I do. I like periods of the Beach Boys and especially that early time in which they were really writing music. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I love the colorful clothes she wears. I'm playing the tambourine. 
uh, uh, guys, oh, fellas, yeah. uh, I, I want you, uh, you guys to wear uh, fire hats on your head for this take. And, uh, and let's get the barking dogs. We need dogs roaming around the studio. That's my Brian Wilson. I'm doing what dumb people say. Well, that's the thing, Carl. I'm doing what the agent managers. Every time I hear that song, I think, I'm drinking sun-kissed cola. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, because it was an orange soda commercial jingle for for decades. Drink, drink, drink. Okay, fine. Went to the dance, looking for a romance. Saw Barbara Ann, so I thought I'd take a chance Barbara Ann. Alf sang that song. No, he sang Help Me Rhonda. And don't forget John Stamos. He he became like, he toured with those guys. He's friends (laughs) with Mike Love. Mike Love wrote a a memoir. Highly recommended. It's just controversy after controversy. If you haven't even read like Heroes and Villains, just out of pop culture mania, you just have to check out the Beach Boys story. It's It's just crazy shit one after another. You know, the, you read a lot of books. And I don't but I read them. People think I read so many books, but compared to you, I don't. You are. Well, I've been, I'm, I've been delaying it, but here's my reading list. And it's been a while since I've been reading it. Uh, the Official Preppy Handbook, oh, How to Solve right. the Rubik's Cube, and uh, Sniglets. Oh, yeah. With, uh, Rich, Rich Hall. Hall. Oh, I, uh, Hall. Cats by M. Kalan. Remember the comic book cats and then the truly no. tasteless joke book? No, I remember Big Book of Losers. You turned me onto that. Uh, <laughs> well, you were on the we were on the cover. <laughs> who's who? Right, who's the biggest loser? We never get to it. Look inside. Carl and I for our. Uh, public access television yes. show year, decades ago we had the loser dance and that is on our YouTube channel that was so great oh you know maybe I should play that so, wow. if we had a budget and fame what a great sketch that would have been oh yeah have a I, whole dance floor you directed that one here ladies and gentlemen the concept oh uh, so what just mo- happened is she kind of like made a deal with the devil oh like, I'm your producer, and you do it the fuck. You know, I'm I'm the guy who makes you the Maryland competitor. Do you want worldwide fame, national fame? It's so, so weird. It's like if it reminds me of Johnny Carson. Oh, I'm gonna usurp the ki- the king of late night television. My uh, Rick D. You know, like Thick of the Night or uh, Joan Rivers, or they would always be like, "Is Chevy Chase going to usurp the king?" <laughs> no, no one could replace Maryland. No one could replace Johnny Carson. Right, right. Well, the thing is, at the time, that's like a buzz. Right. Who's next? And she never was. And one fucked up thing about this this movie is later when Marilyn dies, she goes, I don't want to be insensitive, but there's nobody left but me. You're going to have to give me the part. It's really pretty bad. Uh... She really did say I that? I find this comedian, she, yeah, in the, in this CBS thing. Listen, by the way, it's like seeing the Malcolm X movie. Like, it's close. It's the spirit of. This movie is not. Well, TV movies movie are always, TV movie. biopics are always like this. I mean, I, I was referencing a uh, Beach Boys teleflick uh, tele- I watched where, uh, you know, th- the this guy kind of played like the evil guy who influenced Brian, and it was all kind of kind of dried. Have that you seen movie, them? right? Yeah. I saw that. That was good. It was played by um, Better Off Dead guy. 
Oh, you no, know, Love and Mercy. That's a theatrically released movie oh. from a couple of years ago. That was great. Yeah, it was Paul Dano as the young Brian Wilson and then John Cusack. Right. So you did the TV version, which sounds like the same sort of story, so maybe there's some truth behind it. There was a manipulating manager, and he was like crazy. You know, I think they were kind of applying uh, Van Park Dykes, uh, the the co-writer of Smile, like kind of saying he was a bad influence. But I, the way the guy talked, it was just like a kind of a co- composite of just... We have Van Park Dykes here, too, on our coast, East Coast. Oh, yeah. Does it help out? No. If you go, um, you go on Route 10 towards East Hanover and you go to the Van Park, there's, there's Dykes everywhere. Oh, well, yeah, he co-wrote they Smile. Live. It's... Well, here's here's like bar. Here's the song they wrote. <laughs> the loser dance. It's called Mike, Carl and Mike's Party Machine, but no one came. Sixteen views. <laughs> Saddam Hussein's dropping by. Oh, it's gonna be great. He made it. Play me, be manifesto. Close up? Yeah. This mic is bad again. Sorry. <laughs> it is. The mic is bad again. Oh, is I it? I cannot find this comedian. She's one of my Facebook friends, but I have so many friends. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll follow up on that. I just, I don't mind you referencing, but we might as well promote them. I agree. Okay, so I'll promote people. Yeah. When? You actually met uh, J- uh, Jay Wolf himself, Joe Gorman in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joe Gorman uh, was just stopping by. That happened also at Scotty's with, what's his name, uh, Art. Uh, there was another comedian. Oh, yeah. I, I just Remember? talked to him about it. Um, I sent you a selfie. Yeah. 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 What's his Ira Summer. Abe? Ira Summer. Irish. Ira? He was not Irish. No, his first name was Ira. Ira Summer? No, Ira Potty. Yeah, Ira Summer. I got Irma. Ira Pose. Ivana Tinkle. Right now, it's like, Jane, you're drunk, Jane. It's not safe, Jane. Get down. And then they have a near crash foreshadow. I don't like you when you're drunk. You will later. This is like Arnold before. Oh, look, she's standing on top of the convertible. Foreshadow. Oh, maybe I'm a little he- ahead of you. I know, I'm on uh, 53. 53 and 4. Yeah, we're on the same. She's, okay, she's, in, the, she's in the convertible with Arnold. Yeah. And she's sitting it's a pink at... pink caddy. Oh, almost got into a car accident. We need a driver. Right. Someone who knows a professional. So here's my miss for a living. Here's my video game pitch and I hope it's uh uh oh you know that I just got a little pop up that said experiencing interruptions, find out why. Damn it. The new administration. Should I pause? No, no, I'm on uh fifty three minutes and fifty five seconds. Yeah, I'm I'm like Okay, you tell me when you get to fifty four thirty. Okay, fifty four thirty. Okay, so when uh, I say the fifty four thirty, if you guys are following it, you'll also be at that point. Play point. Play point. 
God, wait, how long is this thing? Is it really three hours and 20 minutes? No, no. Okay. It's like 90 minutes. Okay, good. With the commercial? God, the 90s. Uh, All right, 20. Well, yeah, because... 80s, I mean. Okay, 54 and... 29, 30. Uh, 28, 29, 30. Thank you. Uh, She's just coming out of the bathroom going, You drunk bitch! And she's, oh, give Jamie a break. She really is drunk. She's 163 IQ, and it's just like she's not challenged. She has to pretend she's... You know, even if you're smart, you can still have your piccadillos, like egotistic and... Well, how come she doesn't have a chihuahua with her? Right. That was... Uh, she had two chihuahuas, uh, but we, we saw what... Who, Coco. Choo-choo. 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 Yeah, right. Choo-choo. We saw Choo-choo that whole film. Choo-choo and, and Yayo. Um, <laughs> hey, she liked Coke. It over breakfast. Over lines of Coke. No, Choo-choo. Oh, she was chewing her breakfast. I was saying like she was doing coke. She was snorting like a train. Well, she was such a sexually charged lady. She was clearly always masticating. <laughs> oh, Did no. Masticate? That woman left a, a passed out woman and Schwarzenegger alone together. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen for years. Actually, that's not true, right? It was the nanny. Oh, right. Well, no. I think it was, she was... Uh, she had a baby with him. Yeah. He roofied. Yeah, well, he was governor at the time. This is what I'm talking about, the Trump thing. Oh, Ragu, pizza what? quick. Honey, I want a pizza now. Open a jar of pizza quick, pizza Woman, where's my pizza slice? Oh, you need pizza quick. Well, I can have the sauce up right away. Oh, it's toasted bread. Oh, he's like waving it. I broiled it in the oven. Mushrooms. Traditional, Traditional with meat. Hmm, processed meat. Wow, that, yeah, the fucking frat boys ate all that shit. The Get the one with meat, Dad. Get the one with meat. Uh huh. No, but that's not my household. Is like you got to make sure it's vegan. <laughs> But, you know, I can't get the meat one because the meat one's kind of gross. That car's got five feet and has reclining bucket feet. Oh, it was a proud sponsor of the Jay Manfield story. Look at the price, Mike. Seriously, look at the price. $6,000. Yeah, $796. Yeah. People don't realize we're in a crisis, so I'm going to go on about my no money bullshit for about another hour. (laughs) Tell us about the crisis. It's a commercial. This is your soapbox time. Let's get clear. Look at her. Um, she looks like she went on to be someone. Yet my hair is better conditioned than before. Maybe not. Back. Maybe not. The clincher. See, all that's that how you can tell my sisters and my mother-in-law are all related because they all use Clairol Number Five. Well, you know, I just want to tell you, I use nice and easy. You know, just <laughs> just happen to be hanging out here in this commercial brand. Ooh, Borden Eagle brand could sweeten wow. condensed milk. That's like fucking syrup. My dad was into that. He did that for coffee. In coffee? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah you don't need a lot. Just a little sugar. And then they've But you can make a terrific, like, uh, caramel with it. Like a quick and dirty caramel using it. But isn't caramel all about butter? Yeah, it is. But you can cheat. You can use condensed milk. Well, you call it something else. You call it, like, syrup goo bars. Oh, syrup goo bars. Can't wait. A fool. Remember the kind of look of the of shows and... 
cheap graphics. It was obviously... Ooh, White Shadow. Oh, White Shadow. The Harley take on Coach Reeves and the team. This is season four. A special preview of the White Shadow Thursday. Oh, please. Oh, this is a turkey drop, this right? Is CBS. No, he was doing the weather in a, in a helicopter. In a plane. From the police. He finds a safe place to hide. Never done any stunt work. But Ooh, the stunt man. to earn it. You look at me like I'm some kind of movie. Well, I'm not. I'm real. And if he doesn't get killed... You'll have the time of Are you? Mike, you got to Mike. Yeah. Mike, I, I cannot hear. This is a great film, The Stuntman. The Stuntman. Can you switch mics? Because it hisses out, you know? This one hisses out? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Check daily go. newspapers. It, it, this is the convenient one to use. An investigation Puppy is underway tonight in Taylor, where a two-day-old baby has been found dead. And uh, uh, all right, here, wait, I got my joke book. I wrote something. We'll open debate tomorrow on the fate of America's hostages. Uh, I know your Parliament debated today, then recessed without making any decisions on the hostages. The presidential candidates wasted no time getting back on the campaign trail after last night's debate. And Chrysler Corporation has reported right? a third yeah, loss of $490 million. Yeah, I mean, this must be before. So been elected yet. It right. is real. Wealth and power Hi. can enhance a family's fortune. Dallas, the too. I'm Linda Gray. Open your watch the continuing drama of the Ewing family on Dallas. Sue Allen. Right here. She was sexy and she would drink. Hi, I'm Sue stuck Ellen. in a studio f- to tell you that Cincinnati, you should watch Dallas on Cincinnati <laughs> 7. Hello, San Francisco. <laughs> this is... Where you should watch KRP. KRP. Or KKRP, as it's called uh, on the West Coast. Yeah, I just, I just got offered a gig, and I have to go away. Doesn't that fucking bite it? I don't get gigs. You don't so get, sorry, dude. Oh, she's wearing a fur coat to end all fur coats. That coat has its own animal sewn in it. They didn't even have time to carve out the gorilla. She's they just handed it over to her. Okay, so now we're seeing the daughter. It's like... Why do you have to go to Florida and I can't come? Now, the internet says that Lonnie Anderson's real daughter is in this, but it says her teenage daughter, and I just don't ever see the you teenage see any other teenagers. Maybe she played herself in the photo montage, like she played Jane Manfield at age seventeen or whatever. It's not that I don't love you, dear. You're just becoming less important to me. Listen, I'm we'll shooting a film called The Wild Wild World of Jane Manfield, and it's going to be so girl power terrific. I can't wait <laughs> to watch it together. It's empowering, Mommy. And I'll get my butt pinched. <laughs> you oh, know, I, this film is also in the Golden Raspberry Award book, the, um, oh. just like her other film, uh, the other one. The Razzie's, the official Met Razzie's movie guy. Yeah, um, absolutely. And if you want to hear a terrific one, interview with that guy, check out my brother's podcast, Proudly Resents. He does interview. He interviewed, oh yeah. Some guys get all the luck. Some guys get all the breaks. You know that song? You're going to mention. Because it references me. Some guys just do nothing but complain. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Ooh, ooh. Some right, guys right. get all the luck. That one? Here she's bathing in pink champagne. But there's no publicity. To... Right? Oh, wait, so he's not even no, in the room pouring it? He's on the phone? Right. Who's pouring she's it? The Miami. champagne lady? No, her her slave. She's at the movie theater. 
Remember uh, when you were my manager? <laughs> I would kill to get a job like that. We have a fire going in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, Spiegelman. Uh, yes, Miss Manfield. More pink champagne in my bathtub. <laughs> right away, ma'am. Right away. Yeah. Yes. Spiegelman. Yes, uh, Miss Manfield. The champagne is too cold. Hi, I'm your agent, and I just hang around your husband and kid. <laughs> and what she, what he's saying here is, you're not getting the blah 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 part. And she's like, is it rock? Is it rock? Uh... Uh, no, she does do that movie. This is after that. She does that movie. Let's see. He was Mr. Universe in '55. She does that in. I really think she does that in the 60s. I think I'm, yeah. In 57, she was in the play. I only know this because of last podcast. Wow, that's cool. I do like these. These are good, like, uh, makes a double, good double feature, this movie. Yeah, that's right. Look, look at this upbeat thing I'm presenting you with. I'm down right now. Can't you tell that? Champagne Spiegelman, who let her, this person into my private bath? I, so she was a bitch in the bath to her servant? Yes, I'm unfortunately. <laughs> I and came twice. Like that. <laughs> oh, if only I could pinch them. Arnold. Act, Arnold. Act. And sure. roll him. This must be way after Hercules, because... Yeah, Hercules was in the seventies because he he got in pumping iron kind of brought him into at least you know national attention or right. movie world, and he stayed there. He did a I don't know if he did a Hercules afterwards, but yeah, you're right. Like Conan and uh, Red Sonia, he didn't really talk at all. He just kind of walked right. around without a shirt. And there was kind of that in the Terminator. He goes, why will I... Even saying I'll be back was like a big story. Well, he played He played on his type. You know, he's, if he's just an android, he's literally an android now. You know, like... Okay, so nowadays, right, I go to these um, movie reviews and I read them to death because there's always like one gem in each one, one gem in each one. This one was like... This is the first film where Arnold was given a more demanding, nuanced role... Although Stay Hungry also had some of that, he puts as a side note. So I don't know. I think in his career, which we know what it will become, this was okay. You know, he got he's on the CBS movie. They want to see me. I'm getting more, re- you know, like accepted. What was Stay Hungry? That was a sequel to Pumping Iron or something like that? I don't know. Uh, he said, although Stay Hungry has some of that, so that must mean it's a, it's a role. It's a drama. Right. We just long ago forgot that one, just like we forgot Twins. No, there's no way you can forget Twins. They keep talking about having a sequel where uh, Eddie Murphy's the triplet. Oh. <laughs> oh. But it hasn't been made yet. Uh, well, what, what are obscure? Well, Jingle All the Way, I'm sure, plays every Christmas. But uh, Jingle All the Way is not, yeah, it's not obscure, even though it sucked. I guess Last Action Hero was his first, like, yeah, you don't really see I'm that on TV a, a lot. That movie really was bad. It was bad and good. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. Guy, I have to tell you a great story. I went to see that movie with my friend Lee Frankel, and we went to a Brookline... Uh, Your message. friend Lee Frankel? Yeah, I'll give a shout-out to Lee Frankel. See, I remember friends' Oh, Lee names. Frankel. Yeah. He wasn't your friend, Lee. No, he was, uh, frankly, his name was uh, Lee Frankel. And uh, we went to see Last Action Hero in this multiplex, and... and uh, uh, not Braintree I think it was anyway so it was in the Boston area and we walk in and went in a water did you town. take the T yeah we did we take the red line the, mm-hmm. the, right to the end so if you know what I'm talking about uh, yeah and we got you know tickets to see Last Action Hero and we go to the cinema and there's doors on <laughs> either side you know like left aisle right aisle and it said yeah. Last Action Hero and on the other door Last Action Hero and we walked in on the left side and there was this giant cinema, and in the middle of the cinema was a wall that they put constructed to create two cinemas. Oh, and, we're and showing they didn't the even same get rid of the movie. first row. Yeah, like they split the cinema, the the theater in half by putting a wall, mm-hmm. and created two smaller th- screens, and they were showing right. the same movie. And you could hear <laughs> the other movie, and then uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't really a room. They just. Partition. Yeah, they partitioned it. Oh, and, oh my so friend cheap. Lee just went absolute bonkers. We got our money back. He said, "This movie's a piece of shit to begin with, and I want to see it on this big <laughs> screen." And you split the screen right. to show twice of it, and you could this hear is it the, the other last one. theater. I would see the last action. It's the last action hero indeed. But uh, another that great was a story. Big mistake. We did go see uh, Gremlins two in Watertown. I keep saying Watertown, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, and he hated that movie so much that several times he got up to leave. And he would look at me, and I, I watched, sat and watched it. And so he did that. He bitched at the one theater, and he's wanting to leave at the other. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's, like, too chill. Was oh, he's he so chill. Uh, was he I, in Geary? I, I took him to see uh, a bunch of movies in, in New Jersey. Like, uh, you know, in Bloomfield, there's a oh. theater in Bloomfield. I don't know if it's still around, but on Bloomfield Avenue, there was a movie house, and we saw uh, Coming to America Claridge there. and... This is in well, uh, the, not in Montclair. If you go further oh, down, oh, oh, oh. we're talking New, New Jersey towns. Uh, but we did see uh, Bright Lights, Big City, which uh, everyone just sat so impatiently. At one point, uh, Michael J. Fox what, drops. What his, film is that? It's based on a Jay McInerney uh, novel about. Uh, is it the gay one? No, he works in. He's a young New Yorker editor a fact checker who goes out to the New York City nightlife and he kind of loses his head and in one of his scenes he's in a bathroom stall and he's doing some coke and the coke falls in the toilet and someone goes uh no more coke and that got a huge laugh and that was the only reaction anyone in the theater had uh huh so Uh, wait was Bright Lights Big City about a guy who got into the gay uh, prostitute world Oh, no, you're thinking of Lesson Zero with Robert Downey Jr. That's Los Angeles. I'm talking okay, New York. Okay, was there a book, yeah. book like Bright Lights, Big City? That was Brett Easton Ellis, and he was a contemporary. He was kind of attached. Tama Jankowitz wrote Slaves in New York, which actually became a movie. God, I wonder if that's on uh-huh. YouTube. YouTube? Here, See, I'm, I'm, I watched, I read that book as a young, like 14 or something, and I was like, fuck, life is really out there? I was like, what? Like, this is a real place? A real thing? You were 14 when the book came out? No, I don't think it came out. I think I got to it late, 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 right? 
those books was, came out like late mid eighties. So I was seven mid eighties. Yeah, they're okay. on my they're on my uh, to, to read list. Well, as soon uh-huh. as I finish uh, the official preppy handbook. And Shogun. looking for Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> I have the paperback <laughs> copy right here. <laughs> I'm typing in Slaves in New York and uh, YouTube. Sometimes I just want to look cool and I bring like iRobot by Isomoth around. Looks like the Spanish step she's on, but it's not. It's the house. Remember at the open of the last film? I'm not giving you any information. No, okay, it's all right. What, what, information can you, Carl, what information can you give on a TV movie? It's a TV movie. You know, this is it is what it is. It's just... So, I just got to tell you. Okay. She goes to wardrobe saying like, oh, where's the props for blah, blah, blah. The movie so-and-so promised me. And they go, they ain't no movie, girl. You've been had. So, she goes up to uh, Senator... I was just playing. Uh, we were having fun, guy. And he goes, I don't think you better go in there, Lonnie Anderson. She's pretty <laughs> mad at, at such and such. And she goes in anyway. And she's like, look, this is how the game's played. And now she's all, wah, wah, wah. Get me a drink, is what she says. Let's uh, listen. Let's listen. Okay. Are they divorced at this point? Away from me. No. I could have been so good. Oh, Mickey, what am I going to do? <laughs> I promise you I will take care of you. She's going to get pissed. I do what we've been waiting for. You take some time off. We spend some time alone together. And you marry me. I'm off, you jerk. He's a pretty good actor. uh, Bob, you've got to help me. Oh, no, he's rolling his eyes. Okay, so, I'm sorry, Mike. I was thinking of another scene. Uh, I'll tell you when that scene comes. Okay. They still are lovey-dovey. They're not even married. Hey, Carl, anytime you want to end this movie, we could just walk away from it. No questions. Oh, you're done? <laughs> no, okay, right. let me tell you stuff. No, um, that's right. No, you, don't have to, you don't have to entertain me. We can watch right. TV together. Listen, that guy's name is G.D. Sprodlin. Right, he's a special okay. guest star. Uh, no, the guy who was is, is uh, Godfather is um, Apocalypse Now guy. Oh, okay. Okay, so he died in 2011, right? He started his life, his career as a lawyer, and then he became an independent oil producer. You know, like what does he had that a, mean? Well, then he was active in local politics, and he turned to acting in 64. He was in Godfather 2, Senator Pat Geary. He was in Ed Wood, believe it or not. He was in that tank movie we talked about. He was in North Dallas 40, the football one. I'm pushing you, team! And he was in Apocalypse Now. I don't think I've seen North Dallas 40. It's worth seeing. I think Burt Reynolds is in it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. It's no, like no, a that's one behind of his... the scenes football. And this is uh, <clears throat> in 70s football. Yeah, so it's the NFL and what's going on in the locker and in training and the things they're enduring and it's drama. So what's the agent saying? You're washed up, lady. Um... Uh, let's put it on, because I'm. I I think we talked so long. I I'll forgot take care of things on my end, all right? Oh, he's saying you don't go to the head of the studio like that. You know, she just said I will screw right. head of the studio. That's what he wants. I'll have sex with him. And she, he's like, she's ashamed now. What she said, she smacked him on the cheek. Oh, here goes the commercial. 
Yeah. Introducing new improved Danish rolls from Pillsbury. Now they taste even better, the so they're Danish. Boy. This guy was me in middle school. They would go pop and fresh dough to my belly, and I'd be like, <laughs> fuck you! People do I that to me that. now. <laughs> they still do it, I should say. Not that they do it now. Well, luckily really? it's not on TV anymore, and everyone's forgotten about it, and thank God. So they just now they just punch it and they just poke in the stomach anyway without a reference. <laughs> now there'll be a slam on the Democrats coming up. We have to listen to that. All right. Congressman, okay, I think turn it up, turn it gas. up. It's not as if the Democrat Congress didn't have a warning. Democratic. The last three presidents warned them. Congressman, we are running Ford, out of gas. Carter. But the Democrats who have controlled Congress for 25 and years ignored them. Lyndon Johnson. They just went blindly down the road. They're out of gas, Democrats. Hey, we're out of gas! The Democrats are out knows. of gas. Yeah. Vote Republican for a change. For a change. Come on, America. Come on. They Could would. it possibly go they wrong? Would. Reagan would win. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper. Whisper to You know who she is. If you want to capture... She's a replicant. Whisper. Oh, she's from Blade Runner? Yeah, she is uh, the one who went crazy and nobody wanted to work with her again. But what was she on the screen? Enough about the behind the scenes. She was the scenes. Uh, Rachel, the oh, replicant yeah. gotcha. who he interviews, and she's real. She's not a replicant. No, so, this is a lot of election commercials ever. and perfume commercials. So this must be like yeah. October, right before Christmas right. and right before the election. This is sizzling. It's 100 percent pork. Okay, it's not bacon, but it's leaner than bacon, and it's 100 percent pork. And all that lean is all real meat. It's 50 percent leaner than bacon, it's so pork. it's meatier. Right. Look, it doesn't shrink. And it goes great with that fried uh, egg on, on the white plate. Have you had sizzling? Uh, I have in my life. Is it's it? a meat strip. It's pork. It's they're they're scamming us. It's pork. What's the difference between? Oh, there's between, Lonnie Anderson. What's the difference between sizzling? And steakums. Uh, the meat. Steakums are beef and, and sizzling is a pork. Ooh. Look, this is such bullshit. You know she had chihuahuas. They don't even know. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, it's the wrong dog. It's a fucking beagle. Like to match her hair. Oh, right. Maybe it's Lonnie's dog. Is this uh, the... I just have this blurb about Lonnie... Um, Lonnie... Uh, they're like, congratulations on getting married. Lonnie's a buxom... Okay, television sex symbol, 70s, early 80s, Emmy nominated as role Jennifer Marlowe on sitcom. We know this stuff. Cincinnati in 78, soap styles fixture in mini movies. So she became a TV mini person until she went away, which was cool because she was all Bert and, you know, my career's done. I'm now with Bert and. She was in, in Stroker Ace uh, with Bert Reynolds. That was early 80s. I didn't see that. Film, I don't think. It's a, he's like a race car driver. It's directed by yeah. Hal, uh, Hal Needham, who did Cannibal Run. It was after Cannibal Run. It's a very, oh, uh, very uh, st- stupid movie. I'm a cool guy. It's just movie. the humor is kind of dumb, is all. So if you're in the mood, yeah. it's great. It's no problem. I think even Jim Neighbors is in that movie. Jim Neighbors was still alive. What are you, what are you talking about, Carl? Oh, I'm sorry. You said Jim Neighbors. Yeah, Jim Neighbors. He's dead. Um. Well, but his spirit haunts uh, 60th Street's. Uh, what's the opera place? Uh, the Met. The Met. Oh yeah, right. His spirit haunts the Met. 
He goes, golly. Right. At night, when the wind blows the backstage door, you can hear, golly gee willow. It's the ghost, the phantom. It's the phantom. Remember, he pumped gas on. uh, Wasn't it Andy? Andy. He was on the Andy Griffin show, right? He pumped gas. Yeah, and then he joined the army and go pile. Stupid pile, right? Yeah. Well, golly. Well, golly. I guess Gomer was a real southern name like Cletus or Otis. Was it like Gomer, like uh, Goober? Like that's kind of a play on Goober? Oh, it was a play on Goober. I used to be a Gomer. I would go f- Gomer for things. I-, I would Gomer for coffee and Gomer for the stenographer. You know what I hate when people Okay, go- that was a gopher joke. All right, never mind. All right, well, go for it. Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm a gopher at work. A gopher? What do you mean? Uh, you know that joke. I, I go, I go for, for coffee. coffee. I go. Right. That so was, was, that, was that was gopher on Love Boat. He, he would get you coffee. Or whatever. <laughs> and he became a politician. He became a senator. And yeah. Really conceited. Yep. It's crazy. You know, Al Franken, yeah. destined to fall. I mean, uh, gopher. That was a long time before he fell. Yeah, but I mean, like, Gopher never had pictures of him grabbing tits of his coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, if he comes back, if he comes back to life again politically, it'll be Al Franken, Frank, Frankenstein, 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 Al Frankenstein. Stewart loses his family. The sequel. Every this is real footage. Oh, we're ma- oh, that's a trick. That's a trick. This is real footage. We're married. Oh, look, it's the real fifties. This is what you should have done. It looks so 70s or early 80s in this movie. I know. You're right to say 70s because of the, the fonts. And yeah. You know, any kind of movie that comes out in the 80s or the beginning of a decade, it's usually the best of the last decade. It's still yeah. part of the 70s. Okay, so as you know, on our show is always rape in Star Trek. So we okay. covered the rape. I want you to know that Star Trek, <laughs> the guy who uh, lived with uh, Joyce DeWitt from Three's Company, Ray, Ray Buck N. Isa. Lots of TV, this guy. And in 97, he was on Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, uh, all in, right. Yeah, in Inferno Light, a one-time acting gig. I'm sure he got like, I don't know, maybe 500 bucks, 1500 Another Star bucks. Trek actor. Hey, hey it's Rent. Three, well, you know, because he was for a time with Jack Tripper and... He sat at my DeWitt table. And I, I had a table at the Star Trek convention. And he sat at my table and we both signed autographs. And people would be like, what were you in? And I go, here you go. Stay in school. $20. I was $20 autograph. Right. Oh, uh, were you in the I original? Have, this will complete my connection. I was Ensign um, Jewy Jusen. <laughs> you know, part of the uh, multicultural uh, coalition. God damn it. You know, I just realized I've never seen a Jufro on Star any Star Trek thing ever. Those well, fuckers. Seriously. See, you would be so uncool, and then people would be like, yeah, this guy was never on a Star Trek. What's he doing now with the table? <laughs> oh, right now, um, she was, like, leaning out the window to fans and convertibles in her, like, underwear. And he's like, damn it, woman! <laughs> and she's like, I hate you, I hate you. If you didn't have these muscles, I could get up. <laughs> 
Oh, now she's kind of coming together. Yeah, it happens party. every scene, which is odd for TV. Usually TV... It, that's one good thing about this movie, if there's anything. It goes from negative emotion to positive to negative to positive. Sure. The whole... That's what you're supposed to do in a, any, you know, quality... They're still kissing. Kiss. Oh! They're still Arnold kissing Arnold Schwarzenegger like, and yes. Anderson. He's like... Yeah. Let's do another take. How was work? Fucking great, man. Get me a beer. By the way, <laughs> I heard Fox is making Holiday for Lovers. And you heard the thinking of you for the part. The script stinks, Jane. I told him to get somebody else. Why? You do that? <laughs> what kind of I was, agent are you? That was my movie. Get him in my agent. I, I didn't want you to get the part. But you're my agent. Yeah, but I don't like you. I was protecting your honkers. My agent, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, the guy from The Office from England. Oh, he's like, Ricky you should Gervais. give up acting. He's like, Ricky Gervais, yes. Because he's always self-effacing like that. The guy's like, his agent's like, you should really, you should consider hanging it up. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together, my agent. You know, I just realized he did make a theatrical release movie that follows that character, and it's on Netflix. Did you ever see him, David Bowie? He did the thing with David Bowie. They look alike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was terrific. Song. I love that scene. That's from Extras. And he oh, becomes okay. like a, a TV star, from an extra to a TV star. And he's holding court at a party, and David Bowie is there, and Bowie sings a song about him, and it's just yeah. brutal. It, yeah, he got inspired by seeing him and meeting him at the party. Piggy little nose mouth. <laughs> yeah, uh, a funny man. Yeah. Protecting his ego that shatters it. <laughs> With his mother on speed dial. I'm just taking poetic liberty there. I don't know that it's. Yeah, and it's just Ricky Gervais is crestfallen. It was that, I, I do love that scene. You know what I also. All we're was, really seeing now. Uh, I was just going to. Okay, go ahead. No, no, please, it's just, please, it's please not tell me what's going on. No, no, no. Come quick, come quick. You'll see in a minute. Uh, Schwarzenegger puts down the princess phone because the maid told him to I run call upstairs. you back. What so is it? It's time to go to the hospital, an emergency, and she's like, no way. Get the pink caddy. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck, girl? And she's like, they'll be pressed there. Oh, well, but she's right. Damn it, girl, you're getting a baby. My life is Frame. bigger than mom and mother. They're in the pink caddy because yeah. Arnold's I hear and obey. He tells the the maid, "What is it? Was well, alimony? It's due." Everyone hates when Al comes around. Alimony. Alimony. Ha! Huh, yeah, two bar. Yeah, is Al there? Al who? <laughs> alimony. Kaholic, my husband. Why, you son of a bitch! God, let's come. What? Come why, don't I just, why don't I just come down there and we can have it out? Yeah. A bad welcome. I've been sleeping with your mother all these years. That was Red, Red's Bar. Yeah, right, Red's Bar. Tube Bar. Tube Bar. Yeah, Tube Bar. It was the Tube Bar. And he was Red, that's right. I should mention that there is a movie version of the uh, called Red, directed by Chris Gore of Film Threat magazine. <laughs> and it's the audio, and he has reenactments uh, as photographs, like, like La Jati. So it's photographs of the bar. And it's a very 90s bar. And he has uh, Lawrence <laughs> Turney 
from uh, Reservoir Dogs as Red. So it's just, oh, does he mouth it and? Yeah, like he's in. The, he's wearing a sleeveless T-shirt. And I once, uh-huh. when I first started the show, I tried. I Chris Gore was a very sweet guy. I contacted him, and he playfully declined to to talk over the movie he directed. Uh huh. You know, have you ever thought about that? Like we could reach out to people who. Yeah. And I'm interview them down. for. Yeah, I would love to. Like do maybe that. a show we riffed, we watch it with them, like the DVD thing, and well, they tell us about it. We get director Jordan Allen on our show. And he, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was not complimentary in our first. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's hard to listen, to, so no one's gonna hear it. it well, is it on the web? Because maybe you should yeah. take it down. Okay, I just want to explain to the audience: this is one of the first shows I ever really did with Mike, and he brought up a subject that I know so well because we know the players in real life. Or at least we did in like a high school time. It, the, the, so I was yeah. talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was not cool. You, you, you know, and you do apologize. So it's all said. I do apologize, but it doesn't matter if I apologize. If he ever hears that, you'll hear me genuine. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, that's the internet, buddy. No, no, take it down. You control the internet. I've heard that. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll put on our website, Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. I'll say, don't listen to this episode. What Carl says is so libelous, so <laughs> oh, maybe slanderous. Maybe we can um, do a bleeper. Ble- you know, I could, like, oh, the yeah. tapes. I can. No. The, the, we're on muniradio.fm. We are broadcast live uh, on Sunday <laughs> at 2 p.m., not this show. It's one in the morning for poor Carl. Uh, on a Wednesday, on Thursday, uh, but we uh, it, the show goes to the podcast. It goes immediately on the air, and they store it on their uh, server, and they don't take it down. And even if they do take okay, it down, wait. there will always be a copy of it. It's the internet. Okay, so luckily it's just a date in a sea of dates. Right, but on my website they could find it. But on the website, no, there's a bunch of episodes. There's total bunch episodes I'm embarrassed by, especially the ones that rhyme with Isle of Iliac. Where this, you know, it's just like I don't want people to hear it. No, I thought oh, that was a good show, but the sound was so bad you could hear like everybody. Elon Musk. And oh yeah, you said there were sometimes shows in which it's very obvious you and I can't hear each other. Yeah, you know, you you gave a very nice compliment uh, about my father, my late father, and I couldn't hear it at all. I heard it when I listened oh. to the podcast. That's why I didn't respond to it. Was yeah. it last time? Yeah, yeah I did notice you ago. blew by that because I was going to go into what a. You know, he used to be at, I, I would just see him socially at parties with you. You yeah. know, I didn't really hang with him. And every time he was just so happy he would get into it and, you know, oh, I appreciate he was unabashed. That. Yeah, I didn't say anything when that aired because I couldn't hear it. That yeah. Was, that was it. And there was another episode where I fell asleep on the air. I told you that. Oh, it, yeah, that's right. It was. The, um, yeah. I want you to know right now, she goes to her agent, who's her agent. It always has been. She just can't get a movie anymore. So she's, this is before they do their European one. So she's like, hey, I want you to book me a tour. And she gets this, like, in her head, this variety tour of her and Mickey, you know, kind of like what she does when she died in Biloxi, uh, you know, to tour the country. And it would be like the look at me tour. And he goes, hey, baby, I do movies. I don't even know how to, I wouldn't know how to make it to her. And she's like, screw you. This is Cheryl Keene. Yeah, this is like the famous, it's about a camera. And look, the actual pictures, these five... Well, they're like, you You can't take a bad photo, Cheryl T. And she, she goes, neither can you with the Nikon, stupid, stupid. Please do not take a picture of Miss Teague. Do not look her directly in the eyes. Unless it's the Olympus 
OM10. Why does color your hair? Soft color it. This is just like TV. I, you were talking and I got upset, uh, obsessed by the commercials. Well, if you look at this, it's just like, I don't know. It's hair just the times. This was what people's hair commercials like. were slow and luxurious. And yeah, you're right. They had 30 seconds. This is how the so. product works. I put it in my hair and I set it and it gives me this hair. L'Oreal preference. If you want to look beautiful like me, you can try. You can surround your ugly ass face with my beautiful hair. It might work magics for you. This guy's like, I fuck mannequins. So I got to carry him around in cars. And this car is perfect for for it. Loads of headroom and lots of legroom. How about the trunk room? They're all body parts. I'm Ed Ginn. This car is great for headroom. Oh, yeah, he's a famous... He went on to be a... Oh, he, was that a celebrity endorsement thing? Well, no, he Ed Gein. I'm trying to think of the serial killer. He's a serial killer. I put plenty of headroom. It's embarrassing to sleep with my dog, so I have this giant doghouse in the back. Yeah. Hero dog food. Is he a for sweater Bingo. again? Yeah, that sweater rocks. He, you know what it is? I know what it is all of a sudden. On those talk shows of the National Review kind of guys, yeah. right? They would have like, meet the stupids. And it would be on Sunday, right? They, the smart people would wear those sorts of things. You know, yeah. uh, what's his name from Massachusetts? The um, uh, uh, Buckley? linguist. Um, Charles Buckley? If it was like a Ralph Nader, he would be in that kind of sweater. Yeah. Alice, Alice, season premiere. And it's a mad marathon on the season premiere of the Jefferson's with Tom and George get set to race. Chicken legs. Hippo hips. And an all-new show from the award-winning Body Human series, The Sexes Part 2. Exciting See, I, I and got all the new show again. Sunday night. It's probably from the, the YouTube. This is CBS. Right after the baby in the dumpster story in the race movie. Watch <laughs> the Jefferson's. That's such comfort television. Jefferson's. It's Mike. It's high in protein. Because you're looking good. They're singing to a cat. Do you remember, Mike, this was the era in which you couldn't have a song on a commercial be a good song. That would be weird. Well, that's just television. They just want you to talk about it. They just want you to think about it. So the worse, the better. And that's why it's yeah. so catchy because it's like, oh it yeah. the 25 years that the This Democrats is the Democrat commemorative dollar and our economy. The dollar streaking, Carl. Literally, yeah, because your dollars worth spending. less under the Democrats. Since the Democrats got control of Congress, spending has increased 700. You know, it's been three times in a row. Taxes have increased. They're increasing spending. 700%. Well, the Democrats have their own commercial on this. Yeah, don't listen to the Republicans. Vote Republican yeah. for a change. <laughs> it's 36 cents um, in a is what they were saying. Dumpster. That story but guess what? Nobody knew what the real story was, is that we switched right at that time, you know, the last second of Nixon's breath, he switched to just printing money. And you would print, you would print money and the Fed would buy it with bonds. We would give them bonds. So those bonds had, we owe you money for later. How do you right. think we got the interest? We printed more money. So it started to go up. Remember all the high, you know, 21% loans? and Sure. People talked about okay, inflation sorry. constantly. Inflation, inflation, inflation. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like a dance hall, 
dance was like maybe you yeah. know, two and a half bits. And now it's like, you know, seven bits. It's just gone up. Listen, listen, this is a real thing that happened. I went to get a shave and a haircut in 1977, and the barber said eight a bits. Bit. Eight bits. What the fuck? God damn, you think I made a bit? Damn inflation. You know, here's a, here's a good joke. What do you what do you call uh, the dollar after President uh, President Carter? Uh, what? The J C Penny. <laughs> I read that joke okay, in the, I think in there's the gonna Village be Voice. Fights. Oh no, this will oh. be a good fight. He's always like, be like putting her and tucking yeah. her into bed. Thank yeah, you for tucking Jamie. me into bed. I'm just too wasted. Right. Tell my like whoever they are children good night. Oh yeah. I mean, she's got she gets five kids in the end. Right, and they're all alive when this came out. I'm sure, or you know, they they all had to watch this crap. Um, and, probably. Uh, let's I'd see. Have to check. Six, yeah, they would absolutely be alive. <clears throat> so is they, shit, sorry, Did you call. see what they did to mom? Yeah, well, I mean, there's this whole legacy, like that movie from '68 that we saw. Is this legacy yeah. of like those those kids really had to endure that shit? That's really rough. Yeah, it wasn't mommy dearest. It was like mommy neglect. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're watching this going, God damn it, he was Hungarian, not Austrian. They're making a buck off a of mom again. Well, maybe they got paid for it. This was based on on a book. Uh, yes, it was. Um, it's The book was Jane Mansfield in the American 50s by Martha Saxton. That just sounds to me like some unauthorized biography or, or authorized, but... TV movies based on books? Roots? Oh, Shonen. now she's like, Marilyn's dead. Isn't it terrible? Oh, no, really? I gotta hear this. Let's part. listen. Much in common. Now, don't hate me for thinking this way. I mean, I'm really not that way, and, and, and you know it. Who's left but me now? I mean, I'll finally have the market cornered on this whole blonde goddess thing, sort of. Bombshell. Jane, it's kind of early for a drink. It's really crass. Uh, that's going to be for me. Too sick. Where are you going? I've been telling you all week. I'm leaving you. <laughs> Bye, Jane. What? What? But Marilyn's dead. I've been too soon, you all Jane. week. I'm going home, Jane. Don't you remember? Who's going to pour oh, pink bubble yeah. bath? Pink champagne bubble bath. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I remember. Yeah, who's going to draw my bath, pink champagne girl? Well, champagne speaking one's still here. She's on Star Trek now. She's on... Deep Space Nine. I've been commissioned to the to the constitutional... So this is I'm what her, off to her, Okay, go ahead. No, I'm talking too much and I got no, nothing to say. No, it's fine. It's a TV movie. I know it's almost one o'clock and you got work tomorrow. I appreciate this. This was written by Charles Dennis and Nancy Gale. Oh, yo. Move them. Get out of the way. I want to check this out. Closed <laughs> captioning. Here we come. This you released October 29, 1980. Okay, so exactly. It was before the election and it was Christmas was coming around the corner when you buy perfume for people. Right. Now, this is a movie called Las Vegas Hillbillies. Mickey's on the set. But oh. Jane had been divorced from Mickey almost two years when they made this movie, so that they got wrong. And also, it wasn't a Western. 
It was it was I it a new didn't even watch the film yet. What was it called? It was called Las Vegas Hillbillies. Las This looks like the back lot that your brother showed me. Where they did Dukes of Hazard. Oh, really? He showed you that? That's so cool. Yeah. It's really cool. You're in the city, and he would say, do you remember this? Remember the Walton? And you'd turn around and go, oh, shit. Yeah, Adam worked on a lot. Adam worked a lot, sure. Yeah, he worked a lot. He was a very hard worker. Well, I do see Las Las Vegas Hillbilly on uh, YouTube, but it's three hours and 16 minutes. It could be a scam like this movie's time. A lot of clips. Yeah, you know what I do? I never click the direct link. I click the name of the channel. So it's William. You know, a lot of clips means a lot of quips. So consider it. It's a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, people pay money to see Arnold, and here he is on TV. Uh, this is before that, and here he is in pink. It looks because kind of I pink, love you. But that's very 80s. That's very, like, you know, yeah. uh, preppy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this must be Las Vegas. I'm going to take a guess. This is Vegas before it got prettied up in Disney World. This is where you went for sin and debauchery. Well, uh, this guy's YouTube channel is, Las, is uh, kind of peculiar. Oh yeah, the clip guy. What? What yeah, is this? Trump USA MAGA. Did I get your attention? PSN. Seven day Vegas playroom. Dirty wanker. My nipples are burning victims. Two hours and fifty nine minutes. My nipples are burning victims. Trump twenty twenty. Trump twenty twenty. Las Vegas. This guy's all over the map. <laughs> Maybe that's not the movie. Is this a four hour clip that he called Hillbilly? All right, okay, so this too. guy is supposed to be somebody a little famous, and you can see he's got more of a 70 shirt than a 50 shirt. Yeah. And so what he's, yeah, and this tie and everything is, that is the, maybe that part is okay. So he's like, she's like, you want to hire me for your play? And he's like, well, it's more like a club. And she goes, you want to hire me for your club? And she goes, he goes, yeah, it's like a topless club. And he goes, <laughs> you want to hire me for your club? Then smack you, sir, have offended my girls on it. And he's like, come on, sugar. You've been showing them for years. Smack! It is true. And, uh, well, you know, but she did, didn't she? Well, in the documentary, she went to strip clubs. Well, I mean, it's play. No, no, yeah, no, no. She never, she pro- she would perform jokes there and sing songs. Uh-huh. He looks like he did in that, remember he was in that mafia movie? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, Red Heat? He looked no. like that. I don't know. It was like he was a mafia. He was uh, It was young in his movie career. He was all polished. Huh. The, the girl was like, I thought there was something special going on. He goes, I'm married. Oh, you very cool. Uh, maybe I don't remember that she, one. There's... He goes up through the ranks of the mob. Maybe that's the one Schwarzenegger movie I never saw. So he's, she's having like the mob is mobbing her because of the big fight. Okay, we should listen to this because uh, she's going to fucking freak They were trying to tear me great. apart. They were acting like animals. Just were your fans. No, 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 no. It's never been like that before. They love me. They've never tried to hurt me. She's an actress. Stop. No, just get me a drink. Pour me yeah. a drink. Come on. What, what good are you? She is acting. 
Come on, let's listen. Come on. All right, all right. Well, I don't want CBS to see me. Going topless in a movie is one thing, but on stage... It's the same thing, Jane. Oh, what? sure. <laughs> I just bet you love seeing me on my can. You've been waiting years for this. I hate it what? when you're drunk. You're just jealous. I hate You've it You've always when been you're jealous drunk. of me. Jealous, Mr. Universe couldn't stand to have a woman in the limelight. Offended his masculine pride. Oh, that's ridiculous. I always was proud of you. <laughs> you charts they use to get. Uh, I bet you're not proud of me now. No, I don't even know you anymore. You're not the same Jane and Merritt. What are you? He's not. She's not the same Jane. He denied. Right. The same Jane. One, one more really good spread in Playboy. Playboy, I'm talking about our life. You're talking about nude pictures. Damn, I hate to see us end up like this. I haven't ended up like anything. Damn. I don't need you. Yeah, that I don't was need offensive. I did this all for myself before, and believe me, Buster, I will do it again. I don't Sir, need you. You are disgusting. <gasps> well, that wow, was bad. Where are you going? To my Hummer. Where are you going? To my Hummer. Do my homework, Mom. Why does everybody That's, like me? Her father died when she was uh, young, she and that was oh, commercial. the wrap-up of that part. We missed it verbally. Okay, listen, I think I didn't hear you. You said something about completing each other's sentences. Oh, we were uh, we work so well. We have great uh, we have bad chemistry. We're always interrupting each other's sentences. Interrupt. <laughs> I tweaked it. I did last open mic. I did a joke. I I said I've been with my wife so long that it's we complete each other's sentences, which most of the time end in shut up. <laughs> I, it was good on stage. I, I had like it recorded. One. Well, because it's funny because people think the joke is how you end the, that phrase. We're always completing each other. Like the Simpsons has a yeah. great one. He goes. Uh, He's best friends with Ray Romano, and he says, we're always finishing each other's sandwiches. Oh, that's funny. Listen, you're cracking, crackling up again. You don't want to go to the other mic? I'm on the other mic. Oh. I'll, I'll go on the other mic. Hang on, I'll, I'll let me do that uh, one. No, I don't know. Whatever mic doesn't uh, fade away. Come fade away. Come fade Come away. Fade away. Ebersol. But I don't want to fade away. I want to get not fade away. Would you rather uh, fade away or rust or what would it? Burnt out. Yeah. Then, uh, Would you ever? It's better to get in the car trash than. Is there going to be any more Democrat commercials? Democrats. No. They're running out of gas. You know, the TV goes, the show goes on, as you know, like three hours, and Reagan comes up and gives a speech and gives a talk, a pitch. Do you, we should fast forward to that right now. Is this movie almost over? I don't want to keep you up all night. Yeah, why is it, uh, it's one in the morning. Hold on a second, let me just Ooh, try to find them. The Awakening Radar. Now playing at Family Drive-In. Awakening Rated R She was asleep In a world Oh let me try In a world I put a little Spiegelman spin on that In a Uh, 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 world No uh, Spiegelman It's in a world Okay In a world In a In a World 
Could you do the mute button when you clear your throat? <clears throat> no. Let me, uh, uh, you? Oh, I got the mute button. It's not working well. Did you just say fuck you to me? Oh, I had the mute button on. you. Oh, damn it. Uh, 156. I'm at one. Oh, you are 156? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I just looked at the preview to see. Oh. Uh, where was Reagan? Oh, I see. Yeah. So, and when does this movie wrap up? Uh, I'm sorry to report. Uh, let's see here. I I see it ending around there, like 154. So. So ten, ten more minutes. That's not horrific. All right. We, uh, by the way, we, uh, we, our original broadcast is on uh, Thursday night, and we just went into the next programming. She so this, this is her nightclub. Sunday, right? Yeah, I'm wearing this Sunday. Okay. Oh, she says, "Hey, fellas, check me out." Yeah, this is and the thing is, we don't like it. As an audience, like the director makes us not like her. Well, it doesn't, doesn't help that the audience that they they portray doesn't like her either. That's, they're doing that apart. Look at that frowny, frowny face. Yeah. Oh, she's so down. And they're drinking. Everyone's got their stupid, I'm a tourist hat this, or something. This is a charo. Look at my ass. <laughs> What was her character's name on WKRP? Jennifer Chambers. Yeah, Marla. Jennifer Marla. I deleted it from my file. See, today I couldn't print it out, you know, so I had to... Oh, I have an unmodified version. One moment, please. I think it's... Jennifer Marla, I think. We'll see. Uh, uh, Jennifer, uh, can you uh, come into my office? No. Classic. Yeah, that's a barfly. That's a female barfly. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm dissing your wife. I'm, we're making fun, fun of, of this, her. but Jessica Rabbit stole this act. Who did? Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> she wasn't doing her own spin on Unique Blonde Show. I mean, she was uh, a redhead. You know who's clapping is Flipper. Oh, she speaks to me. I hope to see all of you stalk me. Yeah, they love me at the zoo. You're a fantastic audience of creepers. I hope you to see stalking me in the parking lots after the show. Put your flippers together, boy. You've seen her on 51st Dates. Put your flippers together for Jane Manfield. How (laughs) you doing, Vegas? Who wants some fish chump? (laughs) I can't hear you. Who wants some fish chump? (laughs) You get some fish chump. Look under your chairs. There'll be a slot bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Look under your Jennifer bowl. Jennifer Marlowe. Jennifer Marlowe. Thank you, sir. On WCR. 
W-L-W-A-F. Well, I, again, in California, the show is called KKRP in uh, Cincinnati, California. Yeah, no, it's K... I don't think Cincinnati is... W. K, it should be W. Yeah, because Cincinnati's on oh, the East Coast. Oh, W-K-R-P. Okay, no. Yeah. Mind. And the joke I is... I prefer the W ones, but what am I? Well, because you're used to it. The joke is that it's, it's for short for carp, but it could also be short for crap. Oh, I see. Because uh, Gordon Jump ha- had a carp on his wall as a manager. He liked to fish. Uh-huh. So the, the radio station was WKRP, but it was also a very crappy uh, station. Oh, crap. Yeah, I... Um, the, uh, what? Okay, so there was a carp on his wall. Yeah, he had a bass on his wall and he played the bass. It was funny. Yeah. Okay, so here we have the fake thing of the lawyer guy pressuring the driver. That's not the way it happened at all. They just were driving along like normal and talking, and the kids were sleeping, and they came upon some mist. He drove into the mist. Here they're saying, what hit that darn mosquito truck? Oh, right. There's it. Look out. Oh, this is it. Look out. Look out. Look out. An automobile he accident. never nodded again. Movie star Jane Mansfield. This is a reenactment of the broadcast. Six years old. I really appreciate yeah. you. Because they called her like a dumb bra- a blonde in the obituary. Well, yeah, and they More said she was 36, not 34. I mean, it just wasn't. It wasn't researched. It was they're idiots. And it ends. It ends with him retelling it. So Arnold Schwarzenegger told the whole story to a reporter. Yeah, it's like he's the star. It really should end on Lonnie, but. Yeah. I have bigger boobs. I have bigger boobs. <laughs> you left me on the cutting room floor. No, you were on the highway floor. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I show some respect, all right? Do you think this aspirin has 650 milligrams? Okay. This one is 650 milligrams. All right. Yeah, see, they're all the same. They're all the same. Well, this one is 800 milligrams. Anisocin. 800 fucking milligrams. Get the fucking shit out of here. Nah, I'm serious, bro. It's very important to you. Memories. Oh, there she is on the lot. Stupid pink Cadillac. Stupid pink Cadillac. Look, I got another toy. That's a baby game. We've then seen all these scenes. It, we're seeing the end now. Yeah. He's talking. I What's the music they're playing? I love having sex, but I'd rather have some head. <laughs> the thing is, it's, her boobs are not right for this. They're not. Jane's but, boobs were serious-ass boobs. You know, take that back, Carl. You know, at the highest of Jane ever, and she was just a little chunky for this and sometimes pregnant, she was 46 double D. You can't compete, Lonnie. Well, people are seeing Lonnie Anderson as Jane Manfield, so they know that's going to be some cleavage involved. So it's, you know, it's through the prism of Lonnie Anderson. It's the opportunity to see Lonnie Anderson. Yeah, but Lonnie Anderson was like, she had her fame. And that's the show. Thank you, guys. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? 
will gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to.